to the first episode um, so thank you very much for following on the Mixcloud um, following on the Twitter and also Tumblr keeping up with all of that and reblogging um, we really appreciate it uh, so this is episode number two yeah and today's episode is going to be a kind of half episode mm-hmm. it's not going to be as long as the first one mm-hmm. but today we're going to talk about our little adventure that we had today it's mostly gonna be about hair and beauty yes i got my nails done for the first time janice got her nails did yeah i got them in this kind of uh it's a lovely kind of blue and then i got zebra print uh, or zebra print on my um wedding ring finger um on both hands um which is really pretty and yeah it was i feel really special i feel like I was saying I feel like Beyonce. <laughs> well, I'm, gl- I'm glad that you feel good about yourself. I think when you told me, I didn't actually realise this was your first time getting your nails done. And um, I want to know, like, what, it was, what was it like for you to actually get your nails done for the first time? Because I've been getting my nails done for years, so this is just, like, really yeah. normal. But it does feel good every time you do it. Yeah, it feels very special. It's kind of a selfish thing you're just doing for you. Yeah. For the dead, like, the dead, what do you call it? Like the hair that grows out of you, the follicles are like, the the hair strands are dead, and the nails that grow from your you know your nails are, are dead as well. Mm-hmm. It's not even like a nourishing thing for your skin or something. It's literally just these dead. It's purely bits aesthetic, my nails. isn't it's purely it? Purely aesthetic. I loved it. It was very selfish, and very indulgent. Probably not for most people, but it felt really indulgent for me. Yeah. Um, and it's also something I've been avoiding for years as well because mm-hmm. I play guitar. Yeah. And I'm just feeling like, oh, I'm a musician. I must. I know, can't get my nails done. Yeah. I haven't, you know. I remember, um, like, uh, as a kid, being going for piano lessons, and before every single lesson, the teacher would always check the ne- the length of our nails, and I remember I always used to feel so anxious about that part because there's times when, like, my nails would be long, and then she'd just give me that really evil look, like, your nails are long, <laughs> 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 and so I'd feel just really ashamed and. So when did you start getting your nails done? Um, like a while ago, <laughs> like many years ago. But when you were in like first year of uni. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But even with that, I I'd never get them done consistently. Like you won't ever see me going to get them done all the time, just because I'm just not really that committed. Sure. <laughs> and also, like you said, it is hard to play instruments. Mm. when you have long nails it's it's really impossible to play yeah, the guitar with long nails no. with this right now because like as soon as you put your fingers down on that fretboard like you can't really no do anything yeah. useful they'll look fly though so yeah i'll just do that for now they'll just look fly but they're beautiful and the process itself like it was um there was no UV light involved, which is what I was expecting. I was expecting the UV lamp thing, and mm-hmm. they kind of used the heat to... Why were you expecting the UV I lamp? Kept, I kept hearing about UV lamp. 
So I've never to been to a, a nail place, nail salon, where they use that lamp. Oh. Maybe, okay, maybe they do use it, but I've just never had it used on me. Sure. It's always a heater that dries, or some kind of fan that dries. I, I think the UV lamp is used for heating it to bond the acrylic to the nail. Right, I see. I think, anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, the buffing, for me, the buffing was a bit... It looks slightly traumatic for you. Yeah, because it's... <laughs> It's like scratching a chalkboard or yeah. when you put your hand in the freezer and it makes that crunchy sound. Mm-hmm. I hate that. And it felt just like that the entire time. But they look beautiful now, so I'm very happy with them. Well, I'm glad that you like them and you feel good yeah. and you feel like Beyonce. I felt like Beyonce. That is the mission. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I want to do it again, maybe for another special event. I don't think I can always have it and maybe be so completely consistent about it. Mm-hmm. But it was a fun, it was a fun outing for me to get this done, definitely. And I also see that you've got your hair done recently. Yes, and it was done by B Crochet Creations. Um, you can put, oh, B Co, B sorry, B Crochet Creation. Where did you find her? I found her on Instagram via a YouTuber uh, called Simone. And I think her her name on YouTube is Sim in the City. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sim with a one for an I. Right. And um, she has like a really fun hair channel on YouTube, just kind of documenting her journey from being relaxed to being natural, to then relaxing her hair again and then going back natural. So she's just really fun to watch, um, really comedic and great. But she did a lot of research just into looking at someone to do her hair and crochet braids. Yeah. Um, so I basically just went on her, her suggestion, her and recommendation. I've, I've noticed that crochet braids are becoming a more popular thing more and more people are, are going for that as an alternative to doing weave. Yeah. Would you I, would you agree, or is it just me, or is it just becoming popular? I think it's big amongst naturals. Right. I think it's really big amongst naturals. Right, but right, it's right. the same idea as weaving, I think. Yeah. But it's just, yeah. It's, just it's a really, different method. A different method. It uses, it tends to use the afro-y hair as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's something that's really popular amongst naturals. And also, I think it's because you can still access your scalp yeah. for like things like washing or rinsing your scalp and moisturizing it. Mm-hmm. So you're not. It's kind of the, the hairstyle you go for, I guess, to maintain your hair underneath. Yeah. Whereas weave, I think you're kind of just tucking covering up, away and yeah. covering and not really, or like gluing, like gluing to your forehead, that Lord kind of thing have as well. Mercy. <laughs> I don't think that's about caring for your hair so much. It's yeah. more about the just the look, not about the the care underneath it mm-hmm. so yeah it was really exciting i've actually attempted crochet braids myself before yeah i think you've done crochet braids before as well and it just it drove me crazy because yeah. it just was so laborious it felt like it would never end it's long it's it really, really long. long you can get really tired really quickly from it yeah the first time i attempted it, it was the only time i attempted it on myself mm-hmm. it took me a week oh wait it took me a week and i kept like <laughs> i kept having to stop and then it was the cutting as well. The, the trying to trying to curl it was so tedious. Mm-hmm. I got that wrong as well, um, and it just it took really long. I found that the older I'm getting, the shorter attention, the shorter my attention span is, and also the less patience I have to do these things. Mm-hmm. I just can't sit down for ten hours or anymore to do this. Yeah. Also, I can't cane row. So I have to go to someone else to get my hair cane red and I'm trying to explain to them this cane red pattern that I want mm-hmm. and I, I don't even know what I really need. Right. So the first but time you... I got it, they, they threaded it with string. Right. Uh, like a thread. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't have the hook for like threading properly so she tried to like use a needle. Okay. To, like really like 
thread my, it was really messed up and it was too tight <laughs> under the to say what really on but this was a perfect experience um it was uh down in surrey keys oh wow you went to surrey keys yeah um which was fairly easy for me to get to yeah and um she was just lovely she was really lovely from start to finish mm-hmm. um i was able to buy the hair from her yeah and she gave me popcorn Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, she's really sweet, really lovely. Every hairstylist needs to do that. Yeah, just give your customer like something to drink and. Yeah, care for them. Other than the hair, care for them definitely. Um, but it was wonderful. It's her own business. Mm -hmm. Um, I was really impressed. Like I say, just by her because she did it in about. She did it. We started about five, and it was finished. We talked about that seven hours but that was right. including like curling and me being all particular about the cut I wanted mm-hmm. and in the end the cut I've gone for is quite it's, I've got the bang yeah. basically I've got a fringe I've got partings very um, Rick James very Rick James very Solange um, I think really Solange fun. would have it bigger though yes Solange probably. likes big hair probably yeah this, but it's, it's lovely it feels lovely as well it feels really light mm-hmm. so it's not too much hair in there yeah um I know you did tell me that you had a horrific experience a few years ago (laughs) at a hair salon, which is why you haven't been back for such a long time. Yeah, so I've been natural pretty much all my life. Mm -hmm. And there was like a little downtime I had when I relaxed it. Mm -hmm. When I was about 11, just as I went to secondary school. What made you relax your hair? I I really wanted to relax my hair when I was younger. Um, I used to put like a jumper on my head, like a t-shirt, <laughs> and I'd swing it around like it was my I think, hair. I think almost every girl did that <laughs> at some point. Um, but I wanted my hair straight. I didn't like my hair when I was younger. Mm. I really love my hair now. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mum let me relax it. My auntie came from St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands. Yeah. And she convinced my mum to let me relax my hair. She was like, oh, all the girls in the States are doing it. Let her relax her hair. And my mum gave in. I had to peer pressure and mm-hmm. relax my hair, let my auntie do it. Mm-hmm. And um, then after my auntie left and I had regrowth and stuff, mm. my mum wouldn't let me like touch up my regrowth really regularly because she... She's being very cautious. Very, very cautious. So I had tons of regrowth all the time. Right. And then the, I got my, my sister relaxed my hair on the second go. And then... Don't tell me again, all your hair fell out or something. Mm. And then just like, once again, tons of regrowth. Yeah. And then after the second go, I gave up and I just went natural. Okay. And I was like... 13. So what was it that happened when this person cut your hair? Oh, sorry, of course, yes, so to go back to this um, barber. So what happened was, after I'd let the relaxer grow out from when I was 13, yeah. when I got to about 20, 21, I was like, oh, let me have a big chop. I don't really need to because I don't really have any relaxed ends still, but I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't chop a whole of relaxed ends, I just kind of grew my hair out. Oh, and right, so you were just trying to chop off the damaged end? Yeah. Right, Yeah. and not just cut everything? No. So, um, the first barber... But why did to, you go to a barber then? Because I went to a really great barber in Kentish Town the first time, when right. I was 21. And he um, shaped it perfectly into his perfect afro. I had a really huge afro beforehand, but I felt like the ends were relaxed, even though they may not have been. Mm-hmm. But he shaped my afro into a perfectly round afro. Then about three, four months later, I tried to get my afro shaped again. Mm-hmm. I probably didn't need to, but I was like, oh, I'm into this round shape. Yeah. So I went to this other barber's near my mum's, and I asked him... Do you know how to shape an afro? And he's like, Yeah, of course, of course I do. <laughs> I was like, Okay, it, judging by the face facial expression you just made, 
It sounds like to me that he was bluffing, like he didn't really know what he was well, doing. Well, that's the thing, you don't expect that you're a barber. You should just know how to, like, cut but not spear. Yeah, but not all barbers know how to deal with long hair because a lot of barbers are just um, quite... They're just like more trained with shorter lengths sure. of hair. So if like a guy came in with a short afro, yeah, they could do that. Mm. But with a woman with a big afro it is quite a challenge. Afro wasn't huge, but it's like what it was is he said he said he could do it. He started cutting like with the scissors, and then I noticed in the mirror that he was looking over my head out the window at women post like women walking by, and then he got he was trimming for a while and he got half a few. He was like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. He actually said it out loud. What? Like, into the atmosphere. He spoke it into the world. He didn't know what he was doing. And then he called the other barber over and the other barber picked up shears and he sheared my hair down even more. And then I paid them. That was the mad thing. I paid them. They did but such what, a crap job. What was, what was the, what was, what was their rate? Like, what was they going to charge you for that? I think it was a tenner. And you actually paid? I paid because I was like, well, short isn't bad. I can't be angry because my hair's short. Yeah. I couldn't put it in a ponytail. I couldn't do nothing with it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even grip it. It was there wasn't quite enough hair yet for it to go into extensions. Like I had no hair. Yeah. And I thought, you know, it's not bad. Short hair isn't bad. When I got home, actually, before I got home, I saw my brother on the bus. Mm-hmm. He was like, "What happened to your hair?" Oh. And he was just me. Oh. What happened to your hair? And then I got <laughs> home and I showed, I showed my husband, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, it's okay." They tried to shape you up in the back, though, and it was, like, wonky in the back. Yeah. And then, like, he's only told me recently, like, years later, he thought I was trying to test his love. What? Like, he hated it so much. He thought it was, like, a test, because it was only after about six months of dating all my hair got cut off. Yeah. And he, that was his first thing to me. He was like, oh, I like your afro. But did that you ever, like... but did you ever tell him that that's not what you wanted? But I, you know, I did explain it to him. Yeah. I did explain it to him. But he was, when he first saw it, his initial thought was, oh my gosh, she's testing me. Yeah, but at least hair grows. At least it does. That's definitely put me off Mm -hmm. from going to salons, going to barbers, just trusting um, people who are going to deal with my hair and skin. It's really hard to find, especially with African or Caribbean textured hair. It is really hard to find someone that has the experience and the knowledge of how to deal with these different hair textures. Because... You just don't want to go to someone who is going to make all these false promises and then you leave, having paid, mm. you leave feeling like shit deep down inside because this person has fucked up your image. Yeah. And to, to women, image is very important, mm-hmm. which is also why I don't really go to hairdressers or hair salons or anything like that because I just... anyone, just your, your silhouette, someone's messing around with yeah. like what you're you're known as mm-hmm. basically and not in a great way it's not like I've kind of completely redone my look and revamped my look it was just it looked a bit sad basically I think you know what I think there needs to like be a ch- <laughs> there needs to be a change in which uh, the way people approach going to have their hair done mm-hmm. one of my close friends she recently got her hair butchered by a woman who claimed to know what she was doing right. she wanted a shortcut but this woman just cut her hair in a really terrible way. In a really, really, really bad way. It was just choppy and short in some places, long in some places. It was awful. It was really, really bad. And like she was trying to she was trying to style out and like make it look edgy and it just was not it just didn't work. It didn't work. Um I think in future, like if you go to get your hair done and if at any point you're dissatisfied 
with the way things are going you just need to stop the person and and ask them what are you doing and what are you going to do i'm sure most people would Mm -hmm. but i was i was so inexperienced in going to salons yeah before that i'd only been to uh, like like i said barbers there's one time i was doing a bunch of hairdressers i'd only been twice in my life yeah so i really didn't have a lot of experience of salons and hairdressers and I was young and like kind of just speaking up to me like, what are you doing? Yeah. Do you remember that, um, that video I sent you of that woman? And the woman's like, she's getting her hair done. Mm-hmm. And it's like an older lady and she's like, what are you doing? And she stops the girl midway and says, you better stop and get someone else who knows what they're doing. <laughs> In the middle of the whole thing, give a damn. It was hilarious. I don't remember this video. I'll, I'll send it to you again. But she, yeah, she didn't care. And I think maybe that's because you're older, you know what mm-hmm. you want, yeah. you know what it's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. But I was a bit inexperienced yeah. and just accepted what this guy did to me completely. I think <laughs> the older, what should I say, the more mature you become, it's just a lot easier to speak up in yeah. these situations. I think they see more review type stuff as well, though. So that review, yeah. that YouTube review I watched beforehand really helped. That's how I knew that, you know, be crochet creation is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And that she would do it properly and that it would be... I'd be happy at the end of it. I was really happy at the end of it. I still am. Um, but I think, yeah, just like we have, you know, Wahanda mm-hmm. and all this other stuff for reviewing different salons and reviewing different um, waxing places, mm-hmm. eyebrow threading, nail places. We need that more for, like, for Afro hair. Absolutely. For kinky texture. Some kind of, kind of directory. For relaxed hair and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Where we can just get proper reviews. Yeah. It needs to happen. Someone make that happen, please. But, you know, I think word of mouth is also really useful as well yeah, yeah it is because i i really trust my friends opinions if a friend has gone to a place and they've had a really good experience and that person's left there feeling really happy and satisfied with the outcome mm-hmm. then i would definitely trust that place as well and i would make sure i'd say oh look my friend got her hair done here and they said it was really good so that person uh, who's doing your hair they know that it's a referral mm. And so they're like conscious, like, okay, my reputation is on the line here. Yeah. I better do a good job, you know? Definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, like doing, get, going out to have your hair done is really interesting. Sometimes it's a hit, hit and miss. But it shouldn't be that way. It though. shouldn't be that way. It should be a regulated, reviewable thing <laughs> regulated. where you don't have to, like, be worried mm-hmm. that this person knows what they're doing. Gonna ruin. Like I should have had to ask that barber, do you know how to trim afros? And he shouldn't have lied to me. Yeah. And and yeah, it he sh- shouldn't have, have lied. That's really that shouldn't have cruel. happened at all. So yeah, it was just a disappointing. Never gonna go back there again. Mm-hmm. I remember I tried to actually, <laughs> after the the kind of the shock of it all dissipated a bit. I tried to go back mm-hmm. and ask for my tenner back. Mm-hmm. That was pointless. That wasn't gonna happen. She's like, oh. The owner of the salon was like, oh, I'll look into it. I just I never followed up again. She never gave me money. Even though she could see how butchered I was, she never, never gave my money back. So that was pointless. It was really bad customer service. It was really pointless. If you had gone back on the day or something like that, I think or it would... Or to pay on the day. That probably would have been more effective. Yeah, or just had paid, like, less of what they asked for. For example, if they asked for £10, you could just pay them, like, £3 and say, look, I'm going to pay... Or just like a five and say, look, I'm going to pay you for your work, but I'm not going to pay you the full mm. fee because I'm not happy with what you've done and you've taken way too much hair off. Definitely now I would do something like that, but back then, just an experience and it's very accepting, mm-hmm. I guess, of what they were doing to me. Yeah, that was horrible. I mean, but the, today's experience with the nails was mm-hmm. perfect and 
Other than being a bit like twisty on my fingers, mm-hmm. which I mentioned, it was a little <laughs> bit my knuckle cracked at one point, um, which wasn't it wasn't painful. It was just mm-hmm. a bit jarring. Um, it was it's come out perfectly, exactly what I want. The color is beautiful. The zebra patterns pretty too. I really love it. It's really beautiful. I like the color. Yeah, I'm really happy with it. So Very what's kind of what's next on the beauty list? Ah, I'm going to to get a spray tan. Okay, so you need to explain it to me because I don't really understand why you need spray tan. I'm not going to get, um, sorry, I'm not going to get tan, like orange. Mm -hmm. Not a sex tan. I'm going to get like the um, (laughs) glittery kind of bronzer. But how long does that stay on your skin? I think it depends on the skin. It depends on how you treat the skin. It's not guaranteed. Maybe it can last up to like a week and a half, two weeks. Because in my mind, when you tell me that you're going to get a bronzy thing on your skin i just think makeup yeah but it's they use dha which is the agent that induces the color right so it's like it really is under your skin it's a chemical working to bring out this sounds really interesting some new technology of melanin i think Mm -hmm. it's something like that how did you find out about this well on youtube there's a lady called abby o right doing a demo in pure beauty in fulham mm-hmm. and she's doing a demo of spray tanning a girl who's brown mm-hmm. uh, already and just showing how it brings up it's just like you know light reflecting particles yeah. so it's really good at camouflaging dull skin mm-hmm. or scars mm-hmm. um and just kind of making you look all glowy and it yeah. sounds fun though as well yeah it's gonna be fun I'll, I'll see if i can get get some pictures of before and after yeah definitely do before and after pictures so that you can really determine like is this worth, is worth it, yeah. your money well there was a there was an offer on my hand there, so i thought i might as well have a go mm-hmm. um and get that done so i'm really looking forward to that so that's my next my next new beauty venture that I, will be i think the, the alternative to that would just be buying bronze and just putting all over your body true there's that as well but does that really stay it does stay because oh, wow. you can buy you can buy some creams that have shimmer in them mm-hmm. and you can also get um a bronzing lotion but the thing is that that's more makeup because at the end of the day if you have a shower it comes, it comes off, off your, yeah. yeah it comes off your skin Whereas this is supposed to last a couple of days it's mm-hmm. almost an internal out inward out kind of or spraying on but it's coming from inside out almost i guess um, I, mean, I just can't wrap i just don't understand well i'll, I'll see it yeah i want to see how this turns up um but it's just really interesting to know that uh, with dark people with dark skin can get these spray tans that make our skin look glisten, glistening and glowy. Popping. Apparently, it's really, really popular amongst African Americans. Yeah. Getting spray tans, and obviously in like the body building community community as well. Yeah, because they they want to make their muscles look more defined, and I think yeah. the tan does that, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. So yeah, it makes sense, and I think yeah, just before I get into my bikini. That's what I want. Okay. I want glowy skin. Sh- shimmery boobs. Shimmery boobs. That's what I'm aiming for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and how about you? Any beauty treatments on the horizon for you as well? <sighs> do you, know, you do I'm... a lot of your own beauty and hair stuff as well. I do a lot of stuff myself. I, I did braids last week. I came home from work and <laughs> decided that I was going to do braids. I don't know what got into me. I was just like, okay, I'm just going to do this. And you know, I've told you so many times that, yeah, I'm going to braid my hair and I, and I never finish it. Mm-hmm. I do like a quarter and I take it out because I'm tired and I'm annoyed. And I just, I've lost the patience and focus. It's something you should do with a friend. Because it's like, 
you're being a hero trying to get this hair finished, but really you need a friend to help you do the backsy arms that get tired. And like, I, I find, I mean, I, I did it for a friend. I did the crochet. So I, I said the first time I did crochet brace for myself, but mm-hmm. the second time I did crochet brace, it was on a friend. Yeah. And that came out really well. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was good because she could help and I could help and I could yeah. see what was happening in the back. And you know, I'm fine to do it by myself. I just need to have a lot of entertainment. So like a lot of TV shows to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also need to have breaks where I, you know, go get something to eat, stretch my leg, stretch my back and stuff, and then come and resume. Sometimes I, I'd like to do it over a weekend, so I'll do half my head um, on a Saturday and the other half on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then when the week comes, you know, the, the hair's ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I took my braids out, braids that took, can I just say these braids took me like over 10 hours to do. I took them out just... A, like after a week because I was bored of them right and I know to like a, a, any normal person might think that is so dumb like <laughs> why would you do that even my mother thinks I'm crazy but I, I think I just have like a little bit of ADHD when it comes to hair I always want something different every single day sure if I could have a completely different hairstyle every day I would sure and I mean completely different whereas me i've had the same pretty much same hairstyle for the last seven years that's my default hairstyle all the time it's pretty much well at least it's easy to recognize you anyone sees you on the street will know who you are right but yeah besides that i don't really have anything on the horizon i'm thinking of if there's something i want to try i would like to try eyelash extensions oh yes okay like professionally done ones professionally done ones where they put the individuals lashes yeah yeah that'd be interesting it would look amazing I can imagine it would look amazing can have a go at that next time but um the other thing for today as well which you've surprised me with a bit Mm -hmm. is a game oh yeah (laughs) I told you um yeah i was thinking we could play a game of one has to go okay um but the thing is i didn't actually give you a chance to prepare for this right because what would have been really great is if you had listed things okay well we can do that now okay okay so we're about to play a game of one has to go and the game is kind of self-explanatory so we're back with our options. Mm-hmm. Had a little, just a little moment just to get our options together. Yep. Um, and who's going first? I think you should go first. Okay. So. Oh my gosh, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I nervous now? Okay. So in this music edition of Has to Go, for the first round, I have K. Michelle, Candy Burris, or Jocelyn Hernandez. You've made this is so easy. Oh, is it? Let okay. me tell you why. Maybe I didn't understand. Because I cannot stand K. Michelle. Oh, really? I find I her so into, irritating. I'm not that deep into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I'm only on episode two of season one. So yeah. she hasn't annoyed me yet. Oh, man. I find her so. I find K. Michelle. I, I just don't like her. Okay. I don't like her face. don't like anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> I find her very ir- irritating. Right. Okay. And why keep. Candy and Jocelyn. Just because I find K. Michelle irritating. Just K. Michelle. Yeah. Okay. 
Do you want to do one? Yeah, should I do my next one as well? You can do your next I'll one. I'll do, I'll do one. Okay. Right, right. So, out of Lian La Havas, Quadrant, or Little Dragon? Have to be Leanne Le Havis, wow, Ooh. which is, is difficult only because I have loved Little Dragon mm-hmm, the for longest, long time, yeah, and then Quadrant the second longest, amazing, and then yeah, Leanne is the newest one. No love for Leanne Havis, man, no, lots of love, but yeah. she had to go, all right, yeah, that's just one. It was her. Okay. Which her. I like you're about to die when I said those <laughs> three. Was, you know, I made this like a comedy kind of thing. Like, yeah. I don't know if I took it very seriously. All right. So my next selection, we have Drake. Oh my gosh. Why? <laughs> Kendrick or J. Cole? Janice, that is really evil because those are like my three favorite rappers oh, wow, I a serious one. great okay those are my three three favorite rappers mm-hmm. i don't even know what, what to do i'm no, just gonna kill one. myself now no i'll just take one. <laughs> wow drake j cole or kendrick this is really tough you know what yeah I'm going to take Drake out. Even though, like, you know, I have, feel, I have like, these, you know, strong attachment to Drake. Uh-huh. Because I have been listening to his music for a very long time. Sure. Very, very long time. Kind of before people didn't really know who he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, the, I like the musician and artist and the rapper that he is. I think he's a very well-rounded mm-hmm. musician. Um... But I think if we're putting rappers, if we're talking about rappers, Kendrick Lamar is one hell of a lyricist, one of the greatest of our time, and so is J. Cole. I would put Kendrick first. Um, Drake is, is really good at what he does, but I think when it comes to being a rapper's rapper, there's no contest with J. Cole and Kendrick. Okay. But that was really evil, man. You're a very wicked woman. <laughs> you are really cruel. I thought I started off bad at the joke one because that was just like, you know, what do you call it? Mm-hmm. Popular culture type of like TV show. Yeah. Musicians. So I've got. This is your next one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bilal, D'Angelo, or Marvin Gaye. This is gonna sound really terrible, but Marvin Gaye. Wow. I don't know enough of his music. Okay. I know it's really, it sounds ridiculous. Uh-huh. I don't know enough of his music. Right. Um, I'm a little bit ignorant to Marvin Gaye, actually. Are you one of those Marvin Gaye? Well, are you one of those people that only knows like sexual healing and that's it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> terrible. Which is terrible yeah. as a musician myself. Similar situation with Aretha Franklin, actually. Mm-hmm. Really, really bad. I Me too. Know. I really don't know enough yeah. Aretha Franklin, to be so honest. So for that reason, it would be Marvin Gaye. You know, that's like sacrilege mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye yeah I, I can accept that <laughs> I love Bilal I, I grew up with Bilal and D'Angelo mm-hmm. so yeah that is that is my choice okay okay so are you ready for your last one I am I am okay so we have The Weeknd Frank Ocean <laughs> or Chris Brown this is really funny to me <laughs> This is so funny. Um, 
if Frank Ocean's like being a bit annoying with this whole Where the album lying to people about Where his so called album that was meant to be out ages ago. <laughs> yes. I'm not mad at him because I know great work takes its time, takes time to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna have to take out the weekend sure. because I, you know what, as great as he is, well, as great as other people think he is, I find his voice very irritating. Sure. It's very whiny. Mm hmm. And um, I just have never really. So you prefer Chris Brown over him? May I love Chris Brown's music. Really? Oh, you know I don't what? Know his music. Chris Brown is a fool. I think we can acknowledge that the guy is a fool. Sure. But I love his music. I have for a very long time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And what's my last? Your last go. one is Janet Jackson, Whitney Houston. Shade. It's gonna sound really bad again. Like I did the popular stuff, mm-hmm. but for all of them, really, I don't know a whole heap of their music. But what I would say of all of them, yeah, the probably the one whose music I know the most is Whitney Houston. So Whitney Houston would stay. Right. Janet Jackson, I love. I just love Janet Jackson in I, terms of just yeah. like what she is, who she is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, her music was cool as well. I really loved that. Um, together again. Oh, oh, I'm pregnant. The lyrics wrong, but it's that. Oh, together oh, again. Uh, yeah. Da, da, that one. I love that song. That was my childhood. So, Sade would have to go. I use. I, I don't know yeah, if we can be I friends after Shade this. Like, I once again, Sade. I love the look of her, and I love the. I don't know if I'm really that into her music. I know, that's madness to admit, once again. Wow. If that was me, I would take out, I would take out Whitney. Would you? Yeah, even though, like, she's... Whitney and Janet on my childhood, like, really kind of, yeah, in terms of how much music of them I'd actually know. uh I I mean, I I know a lot of Whitney's catalogue as well, but it's just that, I don't know, I feel like personally identify with Shade a little bit more. Mm. Shade the band. Into memories. And then also, like, Janet Jackson, like, yeah, I'm, like, such a big Janet Jackson fan. But I would, I could not take out Shade. That's sacrilegious yeah, to me. Yeah. Well, you do what you gotta do, innit? Mm. <laughs> cool. Uh, but I enjoyed that. So this was the musicians edition of One Has to Go. Yeah. Next time I'm gonna make it harder for you. Yeah. Now I know understand how it works. I will plan for this. Yeah. I'm gonna take my time thinking about some because I feel like I need to delve into more of the musicians that you know very well and like the music that you listen to you got it really right with um with quadrant little dragon and yeah, the other yeah, yeah. painful yeah i'm even thinking who i would take out of the three i think i would also take out the other yeah as well yeah just because um like if you said okay you have to spend the rest of your life listening to just two out of the out of the three mm-hmm. i would go with little dragon mm-hmm. and and quadrant. I would go little dragon more than quadrant. I, you know what? I don't even. I, I have don't really keep up with little dragon's music that much. I do. Like when the albums come out, I get the album and I play it a couple of times, but it's not music that I listen to often. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, I don't know. It's not really. This doesn't really hit the spot for me. Sure. Um, even also with quadrant, I wasn't really feeling the second album to be honest. I didn't get the second album. I only have their first album. Their but first, I really love their first yeah, album. I love their first album, and then with Leanne Le Havis, um, Swanix was speaking about her. Yeah. 
Why did you give me that look? You're making me feel so guilty for saying the things I said about this album. <laughs> I mean, you can you can speak on it because we're going to do a review of it later. Yeah, we want to review. Well, I'm not even sure if I even really want to review this um, sophomore album, Blood. But I will just say that I I wanted more. Sure. And I expected more, and I didn't get what I really wanted that's with this album, and that's and that's what it is sometimes. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, I don't know if I always have I ever experienced an album like a second album. I thought that's kind of disappointed me. The only one I could think of was was Jill Scott. Mm. Her first album was perfect. Jill Scott's first album was perfection. And for that reason, everything it's, else is like. But what even was on the... It weren't bad. Yeah. The whole album was not bad, but it was like... What was the second album? I know, right? The first album was... was What's it called? Who is Jill Scott? Yeah. Volume 1. And then what was the second album? I know. There was a live album. Yeah. There was a live album which had some studio tracks and like a second half of it. And then she had another album which was just like a lot of poetry on it. Really? I don't even know. Yeah, see, so that's, that's the thing. <laughs> her first album was so perfect, even to the mm-hmm. point where it had... Did you have the version that had the skip tracks all the way up to track 44 or something? Yeah. And... and There's lots of tracks on that album. Yeah, I sat through all the skip empty tracks. Mm-hmm. And then this bonus track came up on the At end. At the very the end. Most death. Yeah. It was the most perfect album ever. And so her follow-up album was highly... Not, not disappointing, because it was bad. It's just like... It, nothing just not what that. you expected it to be. it the same kind of... It wasn't the same producer. It wasn't mm-hmm. the same kind of concoction to make or build on. It was a complete move almost from what she did before, except for continuing with her voice. Mm-hmm. So that was a bit disappointing. Have you listened sense. to her most recent? No. It's called Woman. I haven't. Yeah. Would you be willing to listen to her? I'd definitely be willing to have a listen to her mm-hmm. because she's an amazing singer. Yeah. I mean, even though she's coming with some craziness with regards to Cosby mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, I don't yeah, even want to. Let's not even get into that because that's oh, yeah, really disappointing. That is episode. really disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, she's highly disappointing at that, and um, yeah, just I haven't really been feeling to listen to her music recently, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And she was one of my favorites, one of my first albums I ever bought. So um, yeah, it's it's fair enough. Someone kind of not quite following up with the follow up stuff, even though it's not bad. It's just yeah. it wasn't like blowing your mind. Yeah. Hmm. I hear you. Well, I think, should we wrap up there? Yeah. I think we can, actually. Thanks for playing that game. It was fun. Yeah, I, I liked that. We should do some different editions. So we have a musician edition for this episode. Mm-hmm. I know, like... We should do, like, one with just male models. Male models? Yeah. I don't know enough <laughs> male models. I have to research male models to get that done, which... Or just hot-looking guys in general. Hot-looking guys in general. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Or hot-looking women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Cool. So this has been the London Girls podcast. We've been the London Girls. Thank you for listening and... You put it down. You just don't know what the fuck you doing. You better go get Miss B because if you fuck my half, I'm going to fuck you up. It's best you go on and get a professional to do my motherfucking ass. Get the fuck on. I know how to do... Don't even talk back to me, bitch.